to Valley of the Sunset, a Vampire the Masquerade V5 Chronicle set in Phoenix, Arizona. We're going to pick up tonight on the same night, right where we left off last week. And Melinda, we're going to start with you. The body of your nemesis, one-time nemesis, probably long ago at this point, is crumbling at your feet. Foxgloves, normally sort of flush complexion, has become pale and drained of life. She has that typical kindred look that you know from the others that you associate with. What's Melinda thinking right now? Um, well, Melinda is not known for keeping her feelings controlled. <laughs> um, so she's, um, I feel like as soon as, as Foxglove said to her that um, her heart stopped, um, I think she's going to rush to Foxglove's side and like grab her face and try to look, like take a quick look at see and see if there's anything weird happening. I mean, besides her changing, but like is something wrong? Um, and if she doesn't see anything, she's going to turn to Jason. Is that it? Is she done? Well, I, I, we'll have to, we'll go back to the Chantry, uh, maybe tomorrow night, uh, and, and, uh, examine further. I'll need a sample of the blood, of course. And he, he holds out, he, he brings out a, a ritual dagger and holds out for, um, Foxglove. Foxglove looks hesitantly at you. As if to ask, should I trust him? You know Foxglove well enough that you, she can, you can communicate in this way with, with looks and body language. Um, Ken, would Melinda know any ritual? Well, I guess I would know the answer, but like, can, Melinda cannot test the, the blood herself, right? She would have to. Um, what, rituals do you, what rituals and powers do you have? Because you might have the rituals to test the blood. Do you have a blood walk or a taste of blood? I have one of those. Hold on. Yeah, I have blood walk. All right, so let's go and look at blood walk. What you can learn from a taste for blood, and you can also learn the generation and the subject sire. So, yeah, certainly you could test and, and see if she comes up as a full-blooded or, or a you know, 13th generation vampire. I think I want to do the testing myself. Forgive me for sounding a bit... Oh, um, uh, yes, of course, Melinda. Yeah, do you, do you have the supplies here? Well, yes. Who do you think I am? Of course, of um, course you do. Um, probably I'll grab... I'll go to one of like the drawers and take out one of the... like. I probably keep there the materials yeah. I need. And it's a cup, right? A silver cup? Yes, yeah, you need a, yeah. a silver cup, and then you need a rouse check of worth of vitae from Foxglove. Okay. So, uh, and that's the success. So Foxglove does not get hungrier, uh, but she takes the ritual dagger and cuts her wrist and bleeds into the cup. 
Uh, so I believe this is going to take an hour for you to actually do the ritual. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go, let's move to the rest of the bellhops as this is happening. So, Shep, you're guarding Deacon's baked body, yep. which is locked in Eloise's office currently, is that right? The last place we left it. Mm-hmm. And then, where is Eloise right now? I'm not sure. So, Shep is guarding the body. Mm-hmm. Shep is guarding the body. Um, Melinda is in her Tremere meeting. Yeah. Jeffy is at the front desk. Okay. Um, so she's probably kind of... I don't know. She she might be in the room with Shep. Mm-hmm. Probably going over a list of all the, the problems you have to solve tonight. Yeah, she's still in, like, problem-solving, strategizing mode. So you have Deacon. That's a huge pro for you, Eloise. You, you know... To... Oh, sorry. Question. Mm -hmm. Are you going to tell Shep what Melinda is doing? <laughs> That's a good question. Um... So... Yeah, he's going to find out anyways. So... Uh, I just want to paint the picture. So Shep is basically just crouched over Deacon's body. He's just, like, hunched over, just eyes locked on Deacon's eyes, even though he's not moving. But he's just, he's being a real dick about it. Okay. Eloise does not pick up on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eloise is still looking at her whiteboard. Probably nervously, like, pulling the cap on and off the marker. Fidgeting. Oh, well, Shep, I don't know how we keep getting ourselves into this, into these pickles, but it, it seems like, well, we've got a new kindred in our coterie. No, no figure. Well... Melinda is, um, you know, trying to get back in with, with her, um, with her chantry. And the, it seems like the key to doing that was to, um, turn Foxglove. I mean, she's one of us already. She is. So no one knew. What what are you talking about? Yes, well, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it it seems like Foxglove is no longer a half blood, and, and she's fully uh fully turned. Did they? do it to her or did she do it herself well she she did it willingly if that's what you're asking it was her choice well then 
she'll deal with it. Yes. I think it might be best to keep this quiet just for a little while while things kind of calm down. Eloise, as you are considering the membership of your coterie, one of your parking lot items comes to mind. Jeffy's got a ghoul. <laughs> and you remember, Jeffy's a Malkavian. Their, their clan has the reputation for a reason. They don't always make the soundest, the most sound decisions. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine Eloise being as fastidious as she is, um, that might be... That might be a bit of a concern. Okay. Tell me, Shep, did you learn anything about Jeffy and and his ghoul? His what? I figured I would have been the last to know, which is... Uh, become the custom in our little coterie. Um, but it seems like on the topic of um, growth in our uh, little group, um, Jeffy seems to have turned someone into a ghoul. He said something about um, someone at Walmart um, being backed into a corner, having no choice, but it, it was some old lady, um, old woman in the Walmart. Do you know, you, you don't know anything about this? First I'm hearing of it. Seems pretty stupid. Well, you said it, Shep. Gonna have to figure out what to do about this situation. Um, so if you do observe anything um, untoward, please... Please do let me know. Keep me apprised, because we might have to um, make an unfortunate call on that one. Like I said, decisions, consequences, come what may. Eloise, you did uh, essentially order Jeffy to bring the ghoul before you. Um, just, I guess, f for my reference, how quickly do you want him to accomplish that for you? That's a tonight thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a tonight thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, as you're, as you're in your office watching your cameras, you do see Jeffy kind of idly sitting at the desk. There's no one really coming in. Uh, and you realize that with every moment that whoever this person is, is out there, they could be breaking the masquerade uh you don't know what jeffy has told them what they know and if one thing might hurt your newfound status within the camarilla even with deacon's body here at your feet it would be a masquerade breach yes well i i better go make sure that we get a handle on that situation now you stay here shep and good job keeping an eye on deacon keep keep that going just kind of like a, a smile curls in the corner of his mouth as he's just he hasn't he had his eyes have not left deacon okay 
so Eloise is going to shuffle out um, to the front desk. So yeah, you'd see Jeffy. He's probably just like um, playing solitaire on the uh, on the like lobby computer or whatever. Like nobody's going to come in, but somebody has to man the front desk. So he's just like, oh hell, oh, Jacks again. I need a queen. Yeah, Jeffy. Oh, uh, hey there, Miss Eloise. And he like quickly closes the solitaire game. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, hold, holding down the fort, uh, as it were. Uh, waiting, waiting for uh, customers. <laughs> yeah. And how is it going on that on that task I assigned to you? What's the ETA on bringing your new friend to the hotel? Oh, oh, uh, well, um, I mean, I guess I didn't realize you wanted me to do that right now, but, uh, I mean, well, it takes, you know, 15 minutes to get to where they are and maybe 15 minutes back. I could drive fast. I mean, I could get them here in 20, 30 minutes. That would be ideal, Jeffy. I I think we really need to, um focus on risk risk mitigation here um as i said earlier this is a this situation could could get out of hand and reflect poorly on us so please do bring bring uh bring her around and we'll determine um what the next steps are all right all right well uh um yeah let me just uh let me just go lock up the restaurant, cause I mean, there's nobody in there anyway. So, uh, oh hell, okay, I, I, I'll go do that. I'll go do that right away, Miss Eloise. Don't you worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bring him. Okay. And Jeffy just kind of like turns left and right. Right, he's kind of flustered. Gets out of his chair, grabs probably like the wrong set of keys off the table gets halfway out the door. Oh, hell. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Eloise. I'm so, you know, uh, scatterbrain these days and grabs the... Eloise is going to notice when you pick up the wrong keys. I think. And pick up the right keys and be like, Jeffy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Here, Here's those. I- I'll take those. I- I'll be, I'll be, I'll be right back. Quickly now. All right, Jeffy, you take the keys, you lock up the restaurant. Is there anything else you do before you head to your El Camino? I mean, Jeffy has a phone. He texts Mama. Uh, whatever it is you're doing, drop it. We're, we're going we're gonna to have a meeting. She immediately texts back. Um, I think she's kind of like a, a an older lady, so she just gives you like a thumbs up. Love it. Uh, and then, yeah, Jeffy hops in the El Camino. And classic Jeffy, he starts the car. <laughs> bangs the dashboard to get it to start. And he's like, oh, hell, I'm in so much trouble. All right. So, Jeffy, are you speeding? You're speeding. Um, within reason. You know, again, okay. the El Camino doesn't go that fast. They weren't that's known right. for yeah, their speed. That's right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, he's going as quick as that engine will let him. 
All right. So roughly 15 minutes later, you make it to the trailer park. And pulling up, you immediately spot what mom was doing, um, which was putting uh, various flame accelerants around the trailer, uh, intending to really carry out your your plan to um, fake her own death. Huh. Hey, hey, Mama, you've you been real, real busy. I thought, oh, hell. I oh, yeah, I'd... Jeff, it's done. I, I almost finished up, um, but you, you needed to see me. We needed to, to do something right now. Well, uh... Yeah, why don't you um, let's go inside and uh, have a have a quick little quick little mm, I'll just tell you on the way. We're we're Well, how about you just get in the car and I'll fill you in. Uh well, Jeffy, I, I just need I should we should probably check on something inside uh real quick for a minute. I don't um well, I don't know how tightly I tied the ropes on. Uh uh ropes? Yeah, we're we're faking my death. They gotta find a body in the the ashes. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, ropes. Okay, uh, lead 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 the way there, Mama. Uh, you remember I told you not to do anything yet? Oh, oh hell, just just show me what you did. So, leading you in the trailer, um, you see one of your neighbors, uh, roughly the the same body type as Mama. Certainly, when reduced to ashes, uh, she will be close enough that Mama's death will almost assuredly be declared. Uh, and she is tied up, and she's currently unconscious uh, with a uh, gag in her mouth. Well, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that would do the trick. Uh, oh, um. Oh hell! Uh, all right, uh, they're they're unconscious. Why don't you just uh, why don't you just sit down right here, uh, real quick, uh, right right in your spot there, Mama. Uh, we're gonna need to. Uh, oh boy. She sits down. She kind of like shoves over the unconscious body that she's kind of got propped up on the couch. So, uh, no no going back now. Um, you think everything's ready to go? To just light light this place up, or? I packed your things away in those duffel bags right over there, son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she has indeed cleaned the things out of your room, even out of the trap door. If you kept anything there. I don't know if Jeffy would even keep anything down in there. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy's so, clothes are she, all like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she wouldn't have even bothered then if, if she did search enough to find it. Um, but all of your clothes and things like that are packed away in duffel bags. Well, uh, hey, I mean... Real, real, real thorough job there, Mama. Uh, and we'll, we're gonna be, oh hell, we're gonna be taking everything with us, cause, uh, well, you're, you're gonna come and you're gonna, you're gonna meet Miss Eloise. Oh, you're gonna take me to meet your boss. Well, yeah, uh, uh, your, your boss too, there, Mama, and that. Oh, oh, fun! I'm, I'm working at the hotel now. Well, <laughs> oh. Oh, we're gonna. Oh man, oh, we're gonna have. I'm a, a little... good bartender. Can I be the bartender? Uh, first, first things first. Uh, and we're just gonna have to uh get our story straight. Uh, just a little bit, cause um, well, uh, man, nobody, nobody, and nobody 
knows about me having a mama. And it's real it's real looked down upon in our uh, uh our little community here to uh keep keep up appearances as it were to keep your old uh, your old connections when you're alive after you're dead and well i might have told miss eloise that you were just some lady at the walmart who saw me doing kindred things and so that's going to have to be the st- Story that we stick to. Uh, you tried to shake me down for about twenty five hundred bucks. All I could come up with was twenty two. Uh, you weren't happy, so I had to just do what I could to make sure. Oh man, it's gonna be real sketchy, and I need you to do your best to 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 to, to keep up appearances, I guess. Because otherwise, Mama, I can't stress stress this enough. We're gonna be in just worlds of trouble just so much trouble well i'll start, try to stick to that story son but i'm having a little bit of trouble wrapping my head around it yeah I, you gave i saw you doing kindred things you gave me some money but then i also drank your blood yeah yeah that's right because because we needed I don't know. I tricked you into it. I tricked I tricked you into it or something. I don't know. I don't oh, fucking okay. know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. You tricked me. In. All right. Listen, it was the best I could come up with on short notice. This is all. Everything's happening I'm, so I'm fast. I'm just trying to understand. You know this is all gets. new to me. This is all. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It just I get I get so flustered and things are, you know, not normal. And yeah, I like it when things are normal. Okay. All right. Well, that's gonna be, the story, as best as we can have it, now. Uh, 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 all right. Miss Eloise is a great woman, but she's also a little testy. So just like, try to be like a little deferential, maybe like, uh, you know, call her Miss Eloise. That's what I do. She likes that. Miss she likes El- it a whole I like lot. that. I like that. Uh, I'll be, I'll be as on my best behavior, Jeffy. I'll be on my best behavior. <sighs> okay, mama. Honestly, I did tell you not to do anything, but at this point, after tonight, I don't think, well, I don't think we're coming back to this trailer. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you went ahead and hey, you took the initiative, you know, uh, mark one on your uh, on your resume there. Eh, don't talk about this, though, to Miss Eloise. But um, how about you go ahead and uh, well, how about you go ahead and you take everything out to the El Camino? Uh, try to be, you know nonchalant about it or whatever but uh i'll just i'll just meet you out there all right um she grabs the duffel bags and makes her way out of the trailer to load them into the el camino you are alone in the trailer you smell the the gasoline and lighter fluid you see the unconscious body slumped over tied up so um, did mama think to put like mama's clothes? I know it's not really going to matter when the shit pops off, but like, did she think to put mama's clothes on this person while they were unconscious? Um, no, mama did not think to do that. Jewelry, anything of that nature? Uh, mama doesn't tend to wear a lot of jewelry. Okay. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> then I will say that uh, Jeffy's going to slake his hunger <laughs> before anything happens. Um, so here's how I, here's how I picture this going. Uh, Jeffy's going to, is the TV already on? Yes. Good. Uh, Jeffy's going to drain this person, set them up in mama's spot, take the ropes with him and tell mama to set off whatever it is that she did. Um, so you're going to drain her entirely. We're going to kill her one way or the other. So, uh, might as well. Listen, we're we're going into a real tense situation right now, and Jeff is just like, yeah. <laughs> might, might as well have zero hunger. That's right. Yeah. But he doesn't he doesn't see it that way. I think you like the camera would watch as Jeffy like unties this woman, sets her up in mama's spot, and then he probably just like paces back and forth for a minute, like, ah, oh, but yeah, you told yourself you weren't gonna do it. Yeah, but I mean, if we're just gonna like blow the place up anyway, like, ah oh, man, oh hell, I'm so hungry. Oh, I don't want the beast to well up when Miss Eloise is like getting real mad at me. Oh, and then his fangs descend and he's going to drink this person dry. All right. So you're going to take two stains against your humanity. Yep. Jeffy's really flirting with humanity loss these nights. (laughs) Yes, he is. So if everything's set up, he goes out into the El Camino and is like, all right, Mama, what do we got to do to set this off? He produces a Zippo lighter and sparks it. <laughs> the old-fashioned way, huh? Oh, reminds me of my teenage years. All right. You want to do the honors? She tosses the lighter towards the trailer. It lights the gasoline. And moments later, the entire thing is engulfed in flames. The camera is on the uh, windshield as we drive away and a big gas explosion happens behind us. And with that, Jeffy, you know with certainty that your old life is over. You drive back to the hotel. It's been... We're still within the hour of Melinda doing her ritual. So Melinda is still locked away. Uh, what what false identity do you have? Do you have a name for, for Mama? Have you thought of anything, Jeffy? Jeffy's been a little preoccupied. So um, how about we say on the you know 15-minute drive back to the Bella Muerte, mm-hmm. uh, Jeffy will just be like, all right, Mama, well, you're, you're going to need a name. And it can't be Estelle Robertson. So, uh, well, uh, what do you think? Maybe you like Tammy? Tammy. I like Tammy. That's a nice name. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember Tammy. Uh, and, uh, what, what we're, uh, well, do we need to hash out any details or do we just leave it at that right now? Cause like, what, well, what is, is, is Eloise going to want to know if I have a last name? Probably. I mean, she's it's, real thorough. I was thinking, I was thinking Stubbins. Tammy Tam- Stubbins. Tammy Stubbins. It's got a nice ring to it, don't it? I think that's a real pretty name. Tammy Stubbins. All right, Tammy. And uh, what what is it you uh, did for a living before you uh, ran afoul of some kindred folk? I was a hairdresser. 
what does mama's hair look like? Um, it's, it's, I think she keeps it like pretty rolled. So it's probably pretty like, like hairsprayed and process looking. So maybe believable that she was, she's like an old lady hairdresser or she was a hairdresser. Like a blue hair hairdresser. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think that that'll work. You you always do your curlers and you you take care of your hair. So, all right. Okay. And uh, remind me, how is it you came uh, into contact with uh, good old Jeffy? Saw you at the Walmart and I saw you doing kindred things. And it gets a little fuzzy from there. <laughs> All right. Well, w- w- well, let's just say you saw me having some dinner and okay. uh, you didn't realize what you were seeing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you approached me and I, you know, wanted you to keep your mouth shut. And so you saw an opportunity to make some money and decided to shake me down. And when I didn't have enough money, well, you know, I, I tricked you into, I don't know, becoming a ghoul to, I, like, it's a, oh, uh, to work for you to pay off the debt, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> That's perfect. Good job, mama. Oh, you're going to be a natural at this. I, I, I can just, I can just tell. Okay. Well, you this is our exit. The... It's going to have to be good enough. You pull off the exit into the parking lot of the Bella Marte, just as you left it not even half an hour ago. Heading back inside, you find Eloise, I'm sure, waiting for you. Eloise, you see Jeffy enter the lobby with an older woman, uh, dressed in rather dated clothes, Um, would Eloise pick up on any, uh, resemblance? Roll me an intelligence and insight check. <laughs> Is that a bestial fail? <laughs> Beast and zero. Not actually a people person, just like <laughs> one on TV. All right, so a bestial failure means what you, what you see, what you notice as Jeffy comes in is that... He has given his vitae to probably the most useless old woman he could possibly uh, have have even considered. Um, this is obviously to you probably the worst thing that Jeffy has ever done because he has revealed the nature of vampires, the nature of the kindred, to this useless sack of crap. Picked a real good one. Okay. Um, she doesn't say that to anyone. She says that to herself. And with that, the beast comes a little bit more to the fore of your mind, and your hunger increases by one more. Oh, no! Okay, so Eloise is going to stand at the front desk and wait for them to approach her. Irritatedly. And, um... Yeah, you're very irritated at this point. <laughs> I I think Jeffy kind of, like, walks in ahead of Mama. Are you in your office? No, I'm at the You're front at the desk. desk. And, um... Right walks forward and is just like, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Will, uh, here you are, Miss Eloise. Uh, (laughs) my, my, my brand new ghoul. He offers her hand. Tammy Stubbins. 
Eloise just kind of looks down at her and says, We best go in my office. Follow me. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, Miss Eloise, right, right into your office, right, right behind you. Not, not you, Jeffy. You stay here and watch the desk. Oh, oh, I thought this. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll watch Mama's the desk. eyes go wide with fright, and she looks to you, Jeffy. Don't you worry there, Tammy. Uh, Miss Eloise is a real, real nice lady. She's gonna, she's gonna take good care of you. Don't, don't, don't you fret. Yes, I won't bite if you're careful. Um, and Eloise just walks uh, to her office, expecting um, this woman, uh, Tammy, to be close behind her. And she does. She follows rather hesitantly at first, but not so hesitantly that. It may draw your ire. And she follows you into your office. Uh, again, she she seems a bit shocked. Uh, she lets out a bit of a gasp as she sees Chef looming over Deacon's staked body. Uh, but she very much tries to control herself. So I'm going to make a little roll right now to see if she freaks out. Evening. She does look fairly terrified in this moment, and it's obvious on her face. She looks like if she thought she could run, she would. Sit down, then. And Eloise will sit down kind of across from her. Probably at At first, she doesn't move. She seems to be frozen in fear. Best do as she says. Slowly and again, hesitantly, she makes her way to the chair and sits down. All right, Tammy. You're going to tell me everything about yourself. Where you're from, where you live, who your family is, who might know that you, um, might have, who you come into contact with on a daily basis. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm Tammy Stubbins. I'm, uh, I'm divorced. I know no children. Uh, I come from Tampa, Arizona. Uh, my daddy's from Tuscaloosa. My mom is from, uh, Winnipeg, Canada. She's going to roll deception. <laughs> I need for you to roll your wits and your insight this time. As she rattles off facts. That's a four. Four out of four. That's a four. She's very smooth, but she's lying through her teeth. And that's when you notice the accent. A very slight familiar resemblance. Not striking, but combined. She sounds like Jeffy. All right, Tammy. We're going to... I'm going to ask you one more time, and this time you're going to tell me the truth. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and everything about yourself. I'm, I'm told you I'm Tammy Stubbins. I'm a hairdresser, uh, retired. Uh, I'm divorced. Uh, Dad is from Winnipeg. Mom is from... Uh, no, no, wrong. Uh, Mom is from... 
Eloise is going to oh, slam yeah. her fists on the table and like make herself as big and scary as possible. Do not Mama lie screamed. to me. Jeffy! Jeffy! Jeffy, I'm, I'm assuming you're right outside the door, probably. I think Jeffy's got his ear to the door, like, listening yeah. in. So you, you hear the pound. You hear the, the screams for your name. I mean, is the door unlocked? Did you lock the door when you went in, Eloise? Um, that's an interesting question. I don't think I did. And I, I think that Eloise, like, as she's picking up on this, Eloise is going to be like, yes, Jeffy, come in. <laughs> Shep at this point has stood up and is now observing what's going on. <laughs> Things got interesting in here. <laughs> so as Eloise is saying, Jeffy, come in. The door is already opening, right? When mm-hmm. when Mama yells and he's like, "Hey, what, what's going on? What, what's happening in here? What, what? 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 Oh!" And I see Eloise like up on the table, like looking looking fierce, like oh. looming, perhaps yeah. looming over Mama, oh. who's cowering in the chair across the desk. Hey, everyone, what's uh, what's going on? What's going on in here, uh, Jeffy? I'm gonna need you to sit down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, me? Oh, uh, there, there's only the one chair there, Miss Eloise. <laughs> then sit on the floor. Uh, all right, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, all right, all right. And he just sits down, crisscross applesauce. I'm going to need one of you to explain to me exactly what's going on and why. Mama looks fearfully over to you, Jeffy. And Jeffy, like, he's kind of like deer in headlights and catches Mama's eye and just like. And if you tell one more lie to me, Jeffy, there will be serious consequences. Yeah, I mean, she's, well, she, uh, um, she's, um. Spit it out, Jeffy. Oh, she's my goddamn mama. God damn it. In this moment, you could hear a pin drop in the room. Oh, Jeffy. What have you gotten us into? I, I mean, it's just, I'd like, I don't know, it's my mama. Like, I, she's been with me since I was a little bit, little baby boy. I'm sorry, mama. I, I should have come up with a better story. I, I, you're, you're okay. Don't you worry. I just, uh, I mean, I just like, <laughs> Well, I know you're not supposed to, but I didn't want to leave my mama and, you know, she needs me. She's all, she's all, you know, dependable lack and, uh, well, I just, you know, and then she had her heart attack and then I just, you know, when she was dead, I didn't, I didn't want to let it go. And then, you know, I had to just do something because I'm not, you know, and then, and then one thing led to another and, and now I'm, and, oh, oh, Miss Eloise, please don't kill my mama. That's enough, Jeffy. You should have come to me sooner. Instead of lying to me. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I need you to go back out to the front desk while I have a conversation with your mama and figure out what I'm going to do next. Because you do know how, how poorly this will reflect on us, right? 
might I point something out? Yes, go ahead, Shep. Do either of you have any more surviving family? I mean, my my daddy's been dead since I was a little boy. I I, I don't even remember him. No, we we ain't got nobody. Well, if they're the only ones left, not much of a breach, is it? Well, Shep, that's for me to decide. Mm. Yep. And I'll go back to crouching over Deacon's body. (laughs) Off you go, Jeffy. Think about what you've done. So Jeffy does stand up and move towards the door. But Mm -hmm. you see, like, his eyes go from Mama to Eloise to Shep, back to Mama, back to Eloise. And you kind of see, like, a hard look come into his eyes. And not something you're used to seeing out of Jeffy. And when you meet Mama's gaze, she is pleading with you with her eyes. uh, Not to leave her with these monsters. I think that you see that hard look come into Jeffy's eyes and he goes, uh, given the situation, Miss Eloise, I think anything you could say to mama, you can say to me. Sounds like a provocation. That is a provocation. Absolutely. So please, uh, roll me your willpower. And I think because your hunger is so high, let's not add your humanity. Oh, that's a one. One success. Yeah. Go ahead and roll the two more dice. I want to see what it would be like if you added your humanity. Let's just see. (laughs) That's three. (laughs) (laughs) So three would be enough to contain the beast. Does Eloise want to contain the beast? Um, if I frenzy, would I have to eat mama? So this would actually technically be a an ang uh, like a rage frenzy against Jeffy for provoking you. So okay. even though you're really hungry, that could contribute like further, and you could end up eating him because of that. Um, but it would technically be uh, like a rage frenzy. You know, I think that Eloise is probably so fed up. Like there has just been one thing after another of people disobeying and not asking permission. Um, undermining her authority that I think and then everything with Deacon like it's all blowing up and it's already making us look bad in the eyes of leadership so she's gonna boil over you're gonna rage you're gonna frenzy yeah you're gonna let the beast take control Mm -hmm. and she also probably think like this is probably also useful for sending a message to mama yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you, uh, you, the beast takes over. Uh, since you are, you know, riding the wave of the frenzy, um, you can, can control what the beast does. But remember, in this moment, you are no longer Eloise. You are pure rage. You are completely a monster. Mm-hmm. And the beast will not be quelled until Jeffy is unmoving on the floor in some way. <laughs> So okay. you don't have to final death him. You're not called to final no. death him, but you're you're called to beat him into submission in whatever form that takes. So she's going to 
go up to him and just backhand him with all of her strength. So are you activating your prowess then? The beast, I think, would definitely activate prowess. The beast would activate prowess. So make a rouse check for I have that. to rouse check? Oh, no. You do. You do. No. Yeah, you, you do still have to spend the blood. So you, you're, you're, you're probably going to drink some of him. Yeah, <laughs> you might drink all of him. <laughs> oh, not hungrier. Okay. <laughs> all right. So roll for me your strength plus your brawl. <laughs> truly your best role okay. and then jeffy are you trying to avoid this this huh. lumbering nosferatu coming at you would it be possible to receive a premonition about the best course of action in this case not in this moment yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, i mean jeffy's not a fighter like he doesn't fight so like <laughs> Like, he can use a gun and he'll defend places when he has the double barrel. But with, like, somebody coming at him with fists, I think actually because of Mama, his immediate reaction is to just, like, hold up his hands and, like, shrink away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're basically going to just take the full force of it. It's right. it's it's almost like a the darkest echo of when he was, like, 11. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So essentially you are uh, defending against a pool of one. Uh, you're defending with a pool of one then, um, oh. since you're not trying to actually avoid the hit. Or not a pool of one, uh, one success. All right. Uh, so how many successes was that on your roll, um, Eloise? Four. Four successes. All right. So you're going to take uh, three. Well, now you add because of prowess, I believe. Yeah, your prowess. So your potence is two. Um, so you're going to take three superficial wounds then. Uh, you're still frenzying. The beast is still in control, Eloise. He's not down so yet, but that was... Gets a chance to do anything. Mm -hmm. He's going to grab, uh, Mama mm -hmm. and pull her behind him and just say, don't go anywhere. Yeah, she will, like, like a rag doll, <laughs> just kind of limply... <laughs> Um, get tossed yeah. behind you. Make sure that he's in between her and whatever's happening here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Mama is full-on cowering at this point, um, blubbering over this display. Eloise's Beast, what is your intention for the next round? Jeffy's still squirming. That was a good hit, but the little worm is still moving. I picture Jeffy backed up like against the wall with his hands up against his face and everyone in the room would hear him saying, please, mama, no, please, I'll be a good boy. I swear I'll be a good boy. Please, mama, no more. Oof. I don't Oof. like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's like a he's like a 35 year old vampire. All right. <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> you're not you're not beating a child. You're beating a monster. <laughs> I know. Trauma doesn't age. <laughs> Eloise's beast is gonna pick him up by the by the scruff. Oh, picking him up by the scruff. You're very hungry. I think at this point it's not. It's you're not able to resist. You're, you're, it's the beast. I think the beast would just go for his throat. <gasps> no. It's not instant kill. It still takes time to drain him. It does still take time to drain, yes. Do I have chances to, like, stop? 
drinking if I start drinking. Okay, I I will say this. You haven't you haven't bled him yet. So for this round, what would you like to do? I mean, it's still the beast. You have to you have to do something to to hurt him. Um but this once once blood spills, I think because of your hunger level, it's going to be irresistible to not drink. Okay. But you just crushed bone last time. I don't think any blood spilled from that. I yeah. think <laughs> I was thinking of picking him up and then throwing him on the ground. So make another strength and brawl for that. And Jeffy, again, I have to ask, are you doing anything to try and defend yourself? Yeah, I mean, I guess if he gets picked up, he'll try to like, uh, I don't know, like squirm out or, you know, he took a big hit and it kind of like snapped him out of it. And so he's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. Like he's fighting back, trying to like defend himself, but not to do damage. You know what I mean? All right. So roll me your dexterity and your athletics then. And how many successes did you get, Eloise? Five. You got five successes. All right. <laughs> I leave it up to storyteller Fiat. In this moment, would Jeffy, like, like, would his beast raise to help him so that he rouses the blood? Or should I just roll my four pool? I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the big dice for it. <gasps> on a success, I think you rouse. On a fail, I think you don't. I think you're too scared in the moment. That is a failure. Yep. zero successes so you are taking the full brunt of this hit so that is going to be you roll five successes on a messy critical no yep all right so this messy critical is going to come with compulsion Mm. well i don't know you're already in frenzy so i think i think that's like superfluous at that point um, so you slam him down into the ground. Um, uh, you take seven, uh, before having, so you're going to take, uh, four. Too aggravated at this point. Too aggravated. And at this point, uh, the back of Jeffy's head splits open and Vitae begins to spill out onto the floor. And at this point, because of your messy critical, the beast has surged forward and you are going to go in for a little snack, maybe a lot of a snack. Jeffy, you are impaired with two aggravated wounds. Eloise is on top of you, and you see her rear her head back, and her fangs, her monstrous fangs, extend. Are her fangs lumpy, too? I think I think it's like the the Nosferatu. It's like all your teeth become like pointy fangs. That's scary. Mm-hmm. So Eloise, go ahead and roll me your strength and your brawl again. Seven. Jeffy, are you gonna try and avoid this? Yeah, absolutely. If there's fangs coming at me, for sure. All right. So you are impaired. So that gives you, I believe, a minus two. <laughs> Four. Uh, for this, I feel like definitely he would rouse the blood. So I'll. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, definitely. Minus two. So how many successes did you get, Jeffy? Two successes, and you got how many LOEs? Was it four? Four. Four. Okay, so that is still two in the margin. Um, so Jeffy, LOEs latches into your throat and begins drinking you dry. 
Uh, you take, I believe, from a bite attack, it's just two aggravated straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I, I would have taken anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more until torpor. All right. And she's a drinking. So, Jeffy, your hunger is going to increase by another one. And Eloise, your hunger is going to decrease by one. At this point, Shep is going to yell, Eloise, that's enough! <laughs> it's still the beast, Eloise. Talking's not going to get through to you. Yeah, I'm... like... She's not even. You're not. Able you're not you right anything. now. Yeah, you're. You're not you right now. Yeah. So you she's are your just, beast. She's her beast is just still drinking, right? Like there's no other. Yeah. That's this turn. We'll see what I do next turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mama's cowering. Jeffy, you're still up. You're not. You're not out yet. Yeah. I mean, trying to break away. All right, so Jeffy, roll for me. Um, I think this one's going to be strength or dex in athletics. And then Eloise, roll your strength in your brawl to hold him in place. All right, two successes. And how many did you get, Eloise? Oh, rolling now. Messy critical. Um, five with a messy critical. That's a me- anything with a red <laughs> is, oh, messy critical. Hmm. All right. Um, so that's going to be. That was to, to grapple and be latched in. So I'm going to say with that one, you can uh, you can get an extra drink. You're really like squeezing the blood out of him. Almost that brutal feed discipline power that you could maybe learn in the future. <laughs> um, not quite that powerful, but uh, but you're really like potent strength grabbing him. Uh, so it's going to be uh, two. Your hunger is going to increase by two this time, and your hunger is going to decrease by two this time. Okay. Do I have enough? I'm to four. Okay. Do Ooh. I have enough wherewithal then to like stop at this point? You're still in a rage frenzy, so you still want to beat him unconscious. You you don't have to to drink him anymore. You can like back off of that and like slam it in, your fists into his face or something like that. You want him to to stop moving to be unconscious uh or torpored or whatever okay then yeah she's she's gonna do that she's gonna like unhook right, so her. shep oh, you see this shep. happening you see her unhooking is are you gonna do anything at this point if she unlatches her fangs mm-hmm. i i was starting to move in to like try to pull her off mm-hmm. but as soon as i see her unlatch i'm like all right this is mm-hmm. gonna play out how it plays out <laughs> all right <laughs> Okay, and then she's gonna unlatch and like punch, punch his face down into the ground. All right, so one more. <laughs> one success with a bestial fail. <laughs> Do oh. I need to roll? Uh, yeah, go right, ahead. Just in case you like, I mean, gonna, just in case you messy game, crit on right? him yeah. again. <laughs> you get more than one. I'm well. Yeah, and I'm at one hunger now, right? Yeah, exactly. So six, oh. seven. Technically oh, blood bonded now. Mm-hmm. Technically blood bonded now. Oh, I got three. Oh yeah, one step. You got three successes. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be four total in the margin. I mean, Jeffy's torpid at one, so. Yeah. All right. So you've successfully 
beat Jeffy into torpor and seeing his limp and lifeless body before you, your beast finally subsides, Eloise, and you regain control of yourself. Ma'am, you good? Eloise kind of straightens her clothes and says, Yes, well, I hope everyone here learns what happens when I am disobeyed. And she looks over at Mama. Mama's crying and blubbering, cowering behind Shep. My boy, what'd you do to Jeffy? Is, is he gonna be okay? He'll be fine. He needed to be taught a lesson. And hopefully this is enough to teach you a lesson as well. Tammy. I'm in charge here. And everyone must do as I command. Step out of line. And well, there will be consequences. You are to speak to no one. You are to stay in this hotel until further notice and not make a sound until I figure out what can be done with you that will actually be useful for this coterie? Am I understood? Yes, Miss Eloise. Very well, then. Um, Eloise is going to... Um, she wants to put Mama in one of the rooms so that she can kind of be put away. Um, and she'll probably, like, want to put Jeffy in a, in a room as well. Because to recover from torpor, what, that's just, like, It's going to take time. him five days. Okay. He's going to heal. He's going to heal all the aggravated wounds. Oh, Is that it? <laughs> So there's uh there there is another way that I think Eloise would know of, uh, okay. because Eloise has been connected to, to some older kindred for a little bit longer, or at least you know, within your network of of Nosferatu information. Um, I think you would know that the vitae of a uh, a lower generation kindred uh, can wake him up from torpor immediately. We got one on the floor. We got one. <laughs> um. Okay. So you would, uh, regaining control of your senses and surveying the situation, seeing that uh, poor Jeffy, who just pissed you off one too many times, is now beaten into torpor at your feet, um, you would know that, yeah, you can let him cool his heels and wait it out, but you might need him, so you would know the other way is to ask an older kindred to do you a favor. It might cost you something, but you'll just pass that bill on to Jeffy, right? Well... I'll I'll point out we've got an unconscious. Oh, you do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you do. Well, yeah, just... Deacon. I'm forgetting about Deacon. Okay. So you just take his blood. <laughs> he's he's not fighting <laughs> for it. <laughs> <laughs> so if I if I do that, then he doesn't have to rest to like recover at all. He'll still have to heal, but he still wait. have to heal. He'll still be real fucked up. Um, but okay. he won't be unconscious anymore. He won't be in torpor. Okay, so, like, what's the, like, do I just, like, how do I get the blood from Deacon to an unconscious Jeffy? Cut him open. Yeah. 
So like, um, what's that show called? Blood? True Blood, where they just like cut the wrist and like dangle it over. Yeah, yeah, that would do it. You want me to take care of Jeffy while you find a room for our guest or other way around? So Eloise wants to put, well, maybe, does she want to put Mama and Jeffy in a room together for them to think about what they've done? Or does she not want them to conspire? <laughs> hmm. To cut short a period of torpor, one can feed a slumbering vampire enough vampire blood of higher blood potency than theirs to slake one hunger. Yep. Deacon's so. got plenty. <laughs> okay. So and, Eloise and is he, like... Probably higher blood potency. Okay. So Eloise is like, yes, Shep. Um, take care of Jeffy. I'll, I'll bring... Um, and she looks over and she says, what is, what is even your name? Uh, Estelle, Estelle Robertson. Estelle. I'll take Estelle to, to her room. We'll have your boy up. A little worse for wear, but he'll be up soon. Thank you, Shep. And Eloise is gonna, um, like, go to the door and look at, Estelle and like beckon her to follow and then just turn around and walk and again expect her to be like following at her heels she timidly follows you uh avoiding looking at you looking kind of down at the floor the entire time okay um Eloise is gonna walk up to without saying anything to her um <laughs> just walk up to the front desk grab a key um, and walk her down the hall and put her in a room and um, just say, again, you stay here. Don't make a sound. Don't draw attention to you, to yourself. If there's anything you need, you call the front desk first. Uh, 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 yes, Miss, Miss Eloise. I, I won't cause no trouble. Yes. Well, enjoy your stay. And then she's going to just like shut the door in her face. All right. Melinda, the hour's up. You have been. What? What do you, What is your blood walk ritual like? I'm going to let you describe it. Um, so you have the cup. Um, what is oh Melinda? God. What does Melinda do? Yeah, let's let's work out her ritual. Oh, I should have thought of something. OK. Um. Melinda's ritual for blood walk would be once she has gotten the blood from the subject, um, she will place four candles around Foxglove. And as she drinks, she will move to each candle around. And she would... Is this too dramatic? I feel like she would walk all around to the four candles, and then once she's in the final candle and facing in front of like whoever she's doing this to, if it's like a like someone that she trusts, not like an evil person, um, kindred, 
so yeah, so she would stand in front of it and she would hold on to Foxglove's hands and she would let the 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 blood that she just drank flow through her veins and let her know all the information that is possible. And then she's, of course, with her incense in the back. And she needs to have quiet. Like, no one can talk to her. So, over the course of the hour, as you perform your ritual, the climax, you drink the blood, and the knowledge flows through your veins into your mind. She is a vampire of the 13th generation. Her sire is Melinda Hart. She is of Clan Tremere. And she is currently no blood bonds. Um, as soon as the ritual is done and Melinda receives all that information, she would open her eyes and give a smile to Foxglove. And she will place both hands on either side of, um, on both sides of uh, Foxglove's face and say, My child, welcome. So. Did it work? I mean, it felt like it worked. It did. Yes, you're, I guess, should I say you're one of us? But you've always been one of us. I, you're more than just one of us. <laughs> Can you imagine how we're going to drive Eloise crazy now? Really, Foxglove? That's the first thing you think. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm still me, right? Of course. Yes. But, like, I, I can... I can learn your, like, crazy magics now, right? Yes. We can... We can practice together. It's gonna be... It's gonna be pretty fun. Um, Jason... What else do you need from us now? You see Jason is making like notes in a uh, small leather bound notebook. Ah, uh, well, it was a success. I am. We are all enriched by the disinformation, Melinda, Foxglove. And we all have much work to do. But I think that's enough for tonight. Uh, Melinda, do we have any other business? Uh, if not, I would like to see you at the Chantry Friday evening. Um. We're having a small ritual. Uh, it's, it's kind of our usual regular practice night. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to the rest of the Chantry. I think it's a lot of new faces for you. And of course, Foxglove uh, will be coming as well. Uh, we'll introduce her to everyone. Yes, um... It is only fair, yes, I agreed to this. I'll be there. We'll, we'll be there. Um, there is something I think I need to discuss with you. And Melinda's giving Foxglove a look. 
of like <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um she's trying to speak very, very slowly to see if she can like perceive Foxglove's um like confirmation or like maybe don't say anything, but Melinda will say it anyways, it doesn't mm. matter. <laughs> what like Foxglove is Foxglove's mm. Um, yeah, Foxglove gives you a a yes nod. Um, you you remember this uh blood hunt that's going on, right? Oh yeah, the sheriff. That's a uh, uh, pretty spicy gossip. Betraying the prince. Do you know of anyone that may have some information about his whereabouts? Well, he's a Nosferatu, so I think he's going to be pretty hard to track down. If he's smart, he'd be a hundred miles away from here by now. So you're saying only certain qualified people are going to be able to capture him? Well, to be honest with you, I think most of the kindred of the Domain aren't really going to go out of their way to hunt him down. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Why? Do you do you have a particular grudge against him? Um, not me, personally. Because um, I was going to say, I actually have his blood on file back at the Chantry. Um, he doesn't know that, of course. He doesn't um, have to be here for us to fuck him up. I don't think you will need that. Well, I'm gonna give him three nights, and I'm gonna light that fire anyway. So, there's no fire that needs to get lit. Well, it's not really a fire. That's kind of a misnomer. He just kind of, um, well, his... oh my god, Jason, just just follow me, and I'm gonna walk out of my studio. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he will follow you, and uh, with Foxglove in tow. So, um. We may have found him. Oh, oh, you got him. Got him on ice. Yes. Um, we were hoping to speak with the prince. Um, and I was hoping you can help me get in touch with her. Yeah, yeah, of course I can. I can. I mean, what's, you know, the prince is kind of busy if it's, uh, you, you want to. I mean, did you kill him already? Because I was kind of the... It's a blood hunt, so... Well, we we weren't sure if we should finish it or the prince might want to finish it. Oh, you're just wanting, like, official confirmation? Uh, I don't think yeah. the prince wants to finish it. She she probably doesn't want to dirty her hands with this. That's why she called it the blood hunt. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you want me to, like, watch you do the deed or whatever, then, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to vouch for you at court. Okay. Um, well then give me two minutes. And probably we got to like the 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 lobby mm-hmm. yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna walk quickly to the office because I think still Shep is there, Eloise is there. Yeah, you know, so, nothing so what, has happened. What is happening now is uh as you are coming out around to the, the reception desk, uh Eloise is coming down one of the hallways from the, the rooms. So Eloise, you see Foxglove, uh, 
Melinda and Jason, the keeper of Elysium and regent of the Tremere. Um, so Eloise is still kind of on this high, power high. <clears throat> <laughs> and she shuffles it. Melinda, Foxglove, and Jason. Are all and Jason, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jason will step forward uh, to the front of the group, despite Melinda being her coterie mate. Ah, Miss Eloise, so lovely to see you this evening. Yes, yes, the the pleasure is all mine. Um, I, I assume things are uh, going according to plan? Yes, things are going quite well for us tonight. And I hear from uh, Melinda that things have gone quite well for you, too. That you have a uh, a certain traitor uh, prisoner. Did we talk about Eloise telling him? We did talk about. Yeah, so the yeah. last. Yeah. yeah, the last thing that Melinda heard was again, Eloise he's, asking her. Yeah, he's he's a member of uh of Clan Tremere, and he's here on you know that business for Melinda. But he is also the keeper of Elysium, which means yeah. he is a member of the court as well. Okay. Uh, yes, and, um, well, getting ready to, uh, take care of this situation once, once and for all. So, um, it, it might be good to have, uh, a witness in here, and if you can, if you would be so kind as to help us, uh, arrange, arrange a, a meeting with the prince so we can, um, let her know, uh, that we've done this on her behalf, then that would be uh, much appreciated. Well, as I told Melinda, I'd be happy to bear witness to the deed for you, and I'd be happy to pass a message to the prince. Yes, well, very good, Melinda. Um, and she nods curtly and turns around and starts leading the way to the to the office. So yeah, meanwhile, in the office. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the office. Uh, so Eloise has left to uh, deposit Maba in one of the rooms. You were left with the torpored body of Jeffy, the mm -hmm. staked body of Deacon, and a whole um, big mess that Eloise made. Yeah. Probably have Jeffy clean up his own mess. Um, I'll drag his body over to where we've got Deacon staked. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to lift Deacon up like over my making sure the stake stays right where it is <laughs> mm -hmm. lift him up over my shoulder and I imagine like uh, I haven't left the room so my claws are still uh, mm -hmm. sharp yeah. so I'll just uh, slit his wrist open mm -hmm. and uh, drain blood into Jeffy's mouth until his eyes start blinking again Mm -hmm. and then can you lick the wound you can lick the wound close on a vampire right yeah yeah well uh i mean technically you have to bite it's a bite that you can lick close. oh shit okay well then i'll bite his wrist open mm -hmm. instead because i don't want him to bleed out okay and you're putting enough distance that he's not really drinking directly from the vein so he's not gonna get blood bonded to deacon i mean i guess not, it doesn't really matter what happens to deacon i've got him on my shoulder and I'm just kind of standing over. It's probably just getting all over him. All over his face, yeah. <laughs> it's getting in his mouth. Coated, yeah. All right. Um. So you slake one hunger, Jeffy. 
Your eyes flutter open, and you are in a world of hurt. Oh, oh hell. Oh, it feels like every bone in your body is broken, some of them shattered. I wouldn't try to move right now if I were you. Oh, it's too late. Oh, it hurts so much. Oh. Where's where's mama? Alive. Not here. In a room. Oh hell. Can you at least oh, like prop me up or something? This ceiling's really dirty. This is gonna really hurt. And I'm gonna <laughs> grab him by the lapels and like put him up against the wall. Uh, uh, thanks, Mr. Ship. Mm. Well, all things considered, that probably went a lot better than it could have. Hey, I'm I'm still here. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll say so. Hey, uh, you know, thanks for... Thanks for getting my back there. You, you could have sold me out, but you didn't. I, I see you. Just don't do anything stupid like that again. <laughs> oh, 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 my ribs. Right, and with that, the door opens. And Eloise leads in the three Tremere. Yeah, and I'm backed up. Perched over Deacon. <laughs> so, just to... Uh... For clarification, is the room filled with like blood, like everywhere? I mean, yeah. not not so, everywhere, but it's there's like a, a puddle of blood on the floor from where he was like slammed into the ground. Um, okay, okay. Puddle where blood was just dripped all over him. We're just dripped all over okay. the floor. Yeah, but it's mostly on the floor. It's not like all over the walls and ceiling and stuff. Ah, okay, okay. So then, the moment that Melinda goes into the office. She would look very shocked and and be like, "Oh my, what is everything okay?" Everything's fine for now. What's the call? Jeffy, did did Deacon get up and hurt you again? Like what? What happened to you? <laughs> hey, hey, hey there, Melinda. And, uh, we'll talk about it later. Just whatever you're doing, just do it. I want everyone here to remember that I am in charge here and that this is the price of disobedience. You and did this, Eloise. Things have been getting a little bit out of hand. There have been lies. There have been judgment calls made without uh, my prior consultation, and this will no longer be tolerated. It's best if I take care of this. Um, it brings me no pleasure. Um, and she goes and, and stands over Deacon and looks at him for a second. Um, and again, feeling this 
on the one hand, sadness, and on the other hand, betrayal and disgust for making her um, violate her own values um, in going against law and order. Um, And she's going to look around the room and make eye contact with everyone there before burying her fangs and sinking them into Deacon. Does anyone move to stop this? Not after seeing what happened to Bethany. <laughs> Chef's been eyeing the snack. <laughs> I'm going to see if he just... Does Does he recognize her leadership that she can yeah. step in and claim, claim the prize? After that rousing speech? <laughs> <laughs> that was a rousing speech. <laughs> an intimidating speech. Definitely wanted to eat him, but uh, if Eloise is doing it, I'm not going to stop her. The chef backs off. Eloise sings her fangs into Deacon. So yeah, roll for me your strength plus your resolve. And you're looking for three successes, at least. It's a difficulty three roll. I'm going to use a willpower. (laughs) Four. (laughs) Four is enough, yeah. You just need three three or better. Uh, meat speeds. So. <laughs> only two on my oh. original roll of like eight <laughs> Jesus, <dice>. though. <laughs> okay, and then make that roll again. Same thing. Do I? Have to yeah, rouse just your strength and resolve. Strength uh, you would have to. You would have to rouse again if you want to add the, the extra dice again. But what was? Now what's? The first one was like mechanically. What are? What do the two rolls do? So this is you essentially sucking him so dry that you suck out the heart's blood, which is is essentially capturing his soul. Okay. And then you have to battle his soul against your soul, like a Pokemon match. Okay. Okay, okay that was a crit, so that's five. Oh my god, yeah. So you successfully capture the heart's blood. You drink his soul. Uh, you were going to lose one point of humanity. So what does that bring your humanity to? takes you from six to five. Ooh. Ooh, so you have five humanity. All right. And then you're going to roll humanity plus your blood potency versus his resolve plus blood potency. So we know his blood potency is three. I don't know. You got to say first. Three. <laughs> he also got three. Ooh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so meets beats on this roll. All right, so the body of Deacon begins to crumble away at your feet. And for the context of this, it doesn't even leave the skull this time. Mm. There's truly nothing left. So Eloise is going to stand up and just stand up super straight and... Like, have a brief impulse to, like, straighten out her clothes, but then she, like, doesn't. And she just looks at, again, like, makes eye contact with everyone in the room. All right, everyone. Back to work. And that's where we're going to end the episode. (laughs) 